0: from our studios in North Florida it's in black and right and now your host the baby-faced assassin of freedom Jerry Brooks ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and Patriots of all ages welcome to in black and right the new definition of color commentary. Well, my friends, we've made it to the end of another interesting week, which means it's time once again for WTF Friday. Yes, my friends, it's at, it's an end of another interesting week, and we bring you another we bring you another day of adventures in podcasting. And before we get started into today's fun, uh, as always, if you want to send us uh, email with questions, comments, uh, shout outs, whatever, uh, just go to inblackandright at gmail.com or you can go to our website, inblackandright.net. And oh baby, yep, as per usual, (laughs) the, the news cycle rarely disappoints. It really I mean, it's really kind of funny when people ask me. It's like well, how do you decide? What you want to talk about on any given day? It's like usually I don't have to work that hard I'm, I'm a little embarrassed to say it, but Sometimes there are stories that are just out there that are just meant to be plucked up and to talked about and and yeah, oh boy yeah, and WTF Friday, you can find some real good ones. And I'm, I'm going to get into one uh, just a little bit later. Um, right now we have uh, in the news today, the big breaking news is a Chinese balloon, a surveillance balloon, has been spotted in the Uni- over United States airspace. Now, what's really interesting about this is China like Russia and other major countries and we have them too we have spy satellites that are pretty darn sophisticated and can do quite a bit but why is China sending a balloon of all things now it was spotted over Montana earlier and now uh, according to uh, the latest reports it's in the Kansas City area Uh, I don't, I mean, they're sure there's going to be some military installations and so forth, but, uh, but once again, the Biden administration, it's like, well, they don't want to shoot it down. What do you mean you don't want to shoot it down? You have no idea what that thing is carrying. Shoot it down. And president Trump seems to agree, but because uh, well, the Bidens owe China far too much, and they are compromised to the hilt. Uh, apparently, they don't want to make China upset, or it's, oh, they quoted safety concerns. It's like, what? As soon as that thing is over some uh, territory where you have very few to no civilians, shoot the sucker down. <clears throat> That's about all you can really do on that one but well well and apparently the Canadians our friends to the north are having a similar situation what what is it with China and these balloons I mean if they're trying to gather intelligence they could do a much better job with a satellite because it's a whole lot easier to shoot down a balloon than it is a satellite but You never really know. I mean, is is China just kind of testing us, playing games with us, uh, seeing how resolute our leaders are, if you want to use that term? But who knows? Who knows about all this? This is just kind of crazy right now. But, you know, we're going to see what happens uh, with that. Uh, So hopefully, I mean, there will be... More news on this uh, a little bit later, uh, throughout the day, and maybe throughout the weekend, who knows. Uh, But let's take a look. Oh, yeah. Now, I'll tell you, Kevin McCarthy was doing pretty darn good uh, until uh, yesterday when a reporter asked uh, Speaker McCarthy whether or not Ashley Babbitt was murdered or do you think the police officer who shot her was doing his job? Now McCarthy said, quote, I think the police officer did his job, unquote. Oh, did that? Yeah, uh, the boss, Donald Trump, was none too happy about it. And Went to true social and just kind of went off on uh, Went off on McCarthy and whatever now I Have friends of mine throughout the country who are either currently law enforcement uh, their former law enforcement or their retired law enforcement and every single one of them. I asked when this happened was it uh was this a righteous shooting? And every single one I asked said no, absolutely not, because it didn't, it wasn't justified. I mean, you look at the evidence. Don't listen to me. Look at the evidence. She was unarmed, Ashley Babbitt was. The officer, the, well, the cop who, pretty much was uh well let's put it this way he had a bit of a skunky record uh not exactly what you would call a model police officer uh shot her she wasn't doing anything threatening at all she was unarmed the officer was behind a door that had been pretty much locked and somewhat barricaded and boom the shot and killed her. No reason. It was not justified. Now I can understand why President Trump was mad at what McCarthy said. I was. I'm like yowza. The cop was not doing his job. If he was doing his job, there would have. I mean, why did he have to stay hidden? His identity hadn't been, wasn't revealed for months. And then he does this interview and we find out that that he's black and a man shot and killed a white woman no didn't bring into that into consideration and here he is thinking that he's all that in a bag of chips because he has this magical cloak of protection uh, provided by NBC News Lester Holt who interviewed him now folks I don't know about you But, and the only reason I didn't come up with any of this, because I wanted to talk to people who actually knew something. Uh, That's why I've talked to many of my friends uh, who were in law enforcement. And I wanted to get it straight from them. Oh, my, my, my. Uh, Speaker McCarthy, uh, yeah, you you might want to rethink that one. I mean, that, that would definitely be a man in need of a do-over. And, of course, I mean, he threw um, Ashley Batbitt and Marjorie Taylor Greene under the bus. And like, come on, Kevin. You were doing so well. You were. But, eh, yeah, that was not exactly your finest hour sir. Uh, it really wasn't Uh, oh man Uh, but oh well what can you do folks there are just times when you know you bring up the name Ashley Babbitt and you know people get a little crazy now what I would love to see is how about Ray Epps now there's a name that really needs to be looked at and big time because the mysterious Mr. Epps is all kinds of involved uh, with January 6th the night before trying to get people to go into the Capitol with him and even they said you know shouting out no no and calling him a fed I mean maybe these folks had more sense than the news media or the Democrats You know I mean yes for those who did violent acts yes nail them to the wall but for the vast majority who didn't you know sure they take a selfie then they're doing that and, and now they're being hunted like animals they're being held in DC Gitmo with no hope of a trial really I mean they've been there for two freaking years where is their trial the conditions that they're put through are horrible nobody wants to see what's going on you know they're they're doing their best to try to whitewash this it's like no 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 there this is political prison this isn't much different than the Soviet Union I mean seriously so yeah we've got a whole bunch of problems there that is for certain oh but anyway uh, let's take a look and see what else is uh on the on the list oh yes (laughs) oh my goodness this absolutely makes for wtf friday it makes it fun now as you know if you were watching the news Ilhan Omar was, uh, the house passed a resolution to take Ilhan Omar off of the Foreign Affairs Committee. Now, of course, uh, the, the squad, or the Witches Coven, that's what I call them, apparently got upset, and their leader absolutely just took to the floor of the house with a tirade and a screed of unimaginable lunacy. Yes, I'm talking about AOC, the leader of the squad. Now, AOC has provided just hours upon hours upon hours of material for comedians, memes, uh, everything. And she is loony. She is the Loony Latina. And her screed yesterday on the floor of the house was another one that's already been turned into a meme it's been made viral I mean apparently AOC was just seething mad and woke and everything else and you know and yes there were the people behind her who were cheering her on but these are also dingbats uh, including Cory Bush but I'll tell you it, it's it's the stuff of meme legend, so uh, I I just want to play uh, I just want to play this. It's it's hilarious uh, because, well, it's AOC you know for no other reason but uh, let me, <laughs> you just got to hear it folks. So here we go. Just it's a little over a minute but it's hilarious. So here we go. AOC yesterday on the floor of the house.
1: As also as a fellow New Yorker, I think one of the things that we should talk about here is also one of the disgusting legacies after 9-11 has been the targeting and racism against muslim americans throughout the united states of america and this is an extension of that legacy consistency there is nothing consistent with the republican party's continued attack except for the racism and incitement of violence against women of color in this body i had a member of the republican caucus threaten my life and you all and the republican caucus rewarded him with one of the most prestigious committee assignments in this Congress. Don't tell me this is about consistency. Don't tell me that this is about a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who has has talked about Jewish space lasers and and an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the the United States of America. Don't tell me, because I didn't get a single apology, and my life was threatened. Thank you.
0: (laughs) It's Oh my gosh. Oh, mercy, mercy, mercy me. This is hilarious. I mean, just... Uh, i got to stop, because if I'm going to be probably laughing all the way to the end of the show today if I just don't move on, because that the woman needs serious, serious help. And all of these other... Progressives and socialists and loons aren't helping her. I mean, it's kind of like it's enabling her mental illness. But, hey, what can you do? What can you do, ladies and gentlemen? But, oh, let's move on. Well, now, interestingly enough, another interesting, uh, uh, an interest. Uh, one of the guys that I love watching these days is Mike Davis. He is the uh, president of the Article 3 project uh, and is also uh, worked for uh, Senator Charles Grassley uh, and also was a clerk for Supreme Court Justice Gorsuch at one time. Now, the interesting thing about this story is now article 3 project founder believes Jim Jordan has no intention of holding big tech accountable now the sub headline uh, and it's a quote to the problem is that House Republican leadership is too beholden to big tech Mike Davis said now I'm thinking hmm okay now I have a lot of respect for Mike Davis I mean he's sharp he's tough Uh, he's a good lawyer but it was just interesting to see what he had to say. And here's the story from uh, Just the News. And, uh, and I quote, Jim Jordan has no intention of actually holding big tech accountable, Davis said, on the Wednesday edition of Just the News No Noise TV show. He pretends He, he pretends like he is fighting against big tech, but behind the scenes, He's making these key decisions like opposing bipartisan reforms last Congress and appointing someone who is pro big tech. Wow. Now, that's quite a bit for a guy like Mike Davis to do. It really is. Considering uh, now that uh, Jordan is the chair of the House Judiciary Committee and its subcommittee, uh, on the weaponization of government this is right in his bailiwick his neighborhood but interesting that Mike Davis is saying this uh, a little bit further in the story uh, Mike Davis had said and and I quote the problem is the house leadership is too beholden the to big tech They take too much of Big Tech's money, their staff has a revolving door with Big Tech, their advisors have a revolving door with Big Tech, and they do Big Tech's bidding." Unquote. So I'm thinking, wow, that's a heck of a thing to charge a guy like Jim Jordan, but I also have a tremendous respect for uh, for Mike Davis. I'm thinking, man, this is kind of crazy. I mean, to see what, I mean, it's so preliminary. I mean, they've just gotten the uh, committee hearing started. And wow, I'm just going to be interested. I'm, I'm interested to see if uh, Mike Davis' uh, Davis's prediction it has any truth to it. Because, frankly, if we're not going to, if Jim Jordan, as the chair of these uh, two very key committees, uh, isn't really going to talk about the Big Tech's role in weaponizing the government, then, whoa, we, then we're going to have a real honking huge problem. Because I can assure you, big tech isn't going to stop what it's doing they are just gonna find a different way to do it censorship is a huge problem huge problem and big I mean yeah the government won't do it itself because they know they're gonna have all kinds of constitutional issues but if you sort of outsource it to big tech then it's like somehow Oh well, it's no big deal, you know. You you can't really stop them uh, because of oh gosh, Section two thirty and all of that. So yeah, it does need some serious serious uh, uh, oversight. And if the weaponization of government subcommittee in the House isn't going to do it, then my friends, we're going to have a huge problem especially as we're preparing for the next presidential race and election cycle uh, next year so this is going to be interesting to see how this works that is for sure Ugh. anyway yeah 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 it's kind of crazy out there folks but you know I'm trying to stay optimistic and stay positive uh, but we're really not gonna know how serious the MAGA house is on a lot of these issues and how serious that McCarthy is on a lot of these issues uh, not for a while I mean yes there are all these good starts and all these other things but it we're not quite at the uh, the moment of truth kind of a thing Uh, when you're dealing with the debt ceiling when you're dealing with uh, these committees uh, and subpoenas and the stonewalling the slow walking of key documents and other things that people like the FBI the Department of Justice Homeland Security oh no they're not gonna cough up nothing not without a fight and hopefully these committee chairs Uh, Pretty much you're going to get uh, use all of the means at their disposal To get to the truth and that includes taking these little pockets of money I mean they can't totally Defund but they can You know take little parts little pockets of money for their little pet projects and say nope, you're not getting that uh, until you give us what we want and you do that enough and they will eventually get with the program now the real funds going to start in around September because that will be close to the end of the government's fiscal year and then the house can use its power of the purse through the appropriations process like okay yeah you want this money all right here's here's what you got to do to get it and yeah that's going to be the real fun part but for now, I'm, I'm pretty okay with what's going on, but I just wanna see how things are gonna get when uh, you get to the moment of truth in a lot of these uh, cases and a lot of these committees. So it's gonna be fun to watch in some cases, or it might make you actually cry, who knows. But I'm still gonna try to stay optimistic and keep my eyes open on a lot of this crud. And my friends, with that in mind, I'm just going to say so long for now. It's been an interesting week to be sure. But I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Uh, Have yourself a good one. Stay safe out there if you're traveling. And I will be back on Monday. And until then, God bless. And always remember, patriots come in all colors.